Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Yeah, you're listening to Following On, and what a fabulous day of test cricket we've had in Ahmedabad. Not so much the runs scored, but incident after incident. I'm Mark Nicholas, and over the next 20 minutes or so, I'll be joined by the former England bowlers, uh, Darren Goff and Steve Harmison, as we look back on a day in which 13 wickets fell. India closed on 99 for three, after England were bowled out for just 112. Yep, 112, having won the toss and, of course, chosen to bat first. So let's find out what went wrong, find out whether they can claw it back. In fact, find out where England are in this fascinating cricket match. This is following on. Yeah, Goffey and uh, Harmy, Darren and Steve, Harmison and Goff are here alongside me guys um the, the facts make for bad reading but i was very interested in neil manthorpe's commentary towards the end of play he kept saying it, it, it's 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 not irretrievable and he's right isn't it you bowled out for 112 opposition to 99 for three but this game because of the pitch really is not irretrievable it's not, uh, not at all. And I, I talked about before, England going in now thinking realistically we get uh, Ball India out for less than 200. That's what they've got to be thinking going into the game. And then they say, well, India have got to bat last on this pitch. We talk about winning it. You've got to get runs on the board. England failed to do that. So their next best chance of winning is not conceding too big a lead. And that wicket there at the end, getting Virat Kohli, the great Virat Kohli out, was massive. The only thing that would have been better is they could have took Rohit Sharma with them as well because mm. he can take the game away from England. He's the one player. And uh, Rishabh Pant, by the way, is going to come in yet. He's another player who could come in and smash 40 or 50 and, and test match over. Goffey, the, the, the things that didn't go England's way, and I'm not saying that any of them should have done, actually, but the things that didn't go England's way were real heartbreakers, weren't they, on so many occasions. But the stumping that went in favour of Rohit Sharma, 
in that last half an hour was was the sort of the coup de grace. If you like, there were two moments: the drop catch in the gully that actually didn't cost so much because Coley was out. But the drop catch in the gully showed us England had played some pretty ordinary cricket in the day. Mm. And and then England had bad luck was well illustrated by the stumping. So what happened? He goes forward as Rohit Sharma. He drags his foot just an iota, a few millimetres. Folks whips the, whips the bales off. He pushes his foot back, but it's in the air. And what's impossible to know is whether it was touching the grass or not because there's a bit of a crater in that foothole. And the third umpire, without even bothering to look at a second angle, took an immediate decision to give it in. I don't mind that he took the decision to give it in. I do mind that he didn't examine it rather more closely. Well, very confident uh, third umpire we've got, haven't we? Um, we've had it in the past where we've had some umpires. Um, I remember we've had official umpires, um, an Australian, where you said, I'm not going to the third umpire to have a look at that. I'm out here. I'm making the decision. That's out, my old son. Had to have been Daryl Hare, was it? Daryl Hare. Yeah. Remember in Sydney, the, yeah, the yeah, run out. It cost yeah. us a test match. He went on and got 80 or 90. He might have got 100. Was that Michael Slater? It's Michael Slater. He went on to get 100 uh, yeah. out of nothing. And it cost they us, only it got cost, about 190 yeah, it cost or us the game. Yeah. We would have levelled that series yes, to all. Yes, you would. You're um, right. yeah. And it would have been yeah. a great yeah. series. I was there. Yeah. You're, not, exactly. you're not bitter, though, are you, Darren? Well, no, because I'm, <laughs> the point is, though, is today, is but whether it's out or not out, for, for the benefit of both teams, you have to look at all different angles. And it's the same as the Ben Stokes situation. We're not saying it's because it's not going in England's favour, but you've got to look at the all angles. That's what he's there for. You can't just look at one and say, yeah, you that's a decision. explain this to those who Job don't done. know. Ben Stokes' catch you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, sorry, it's Ben the, Stokes. Did it carry or didn't it carry? Yeah, and the first camera angle, um, it was very hard to tell. It looked like, oh, hang on a minute. It looked like he might have touched the floor with it. But we haven't seen any other angle of that dismissal, that catch. And from a different angle, he might have seen his fingers under the ball. And it's very hard to make a decision when you're looking at one camera angle we've seen it in so many other sports you have to look all around I, I've no idea why they're haven't they not got it because it's a new ground I mean why haven't they got all the camera angles covered well I think they have got the camera angles covered they just don't want to show us and then that's there's that's what worries me more than 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 anything else about the third or the you know the, the TV umpire the first one with Ben Stokes he's gone to catch the ball it it's it's hit the ground and you could you could just see from the first camera angle that it, it, it's potentially hit the ground but that's all he's gone off and he's gone right that's not out so you know, ben stokes wasn't happy joe root wasn't happy and if i was on the field i'd be rightly so i wouldn't be happy because you can't give that not out off that angle 20 seconds later they showed the camera angle of the ball just a little bit further a bit the, the camera rolled on a little bit and you could clearly see the probably the ball has probably touched the ground where this one we've seen it once the third umpire's made a decision, the uh, stumping, and he hasn't, and we haven't seen it again, and we haven't seen the stump camera angle, we haven't seen a, an angle from the other side, which worries me a little bit, that where you know, the TV director, not so much he hasn't asked for it, but why are we not seeing it again, and that's what worries me yeah. a little bit. No, we, we agree we should have seen it again, categorically. Now, let, let's, let's get tough. All right, boys, let's get tough. This is the hard part of tonight's show. England lost Eight for 27. Eight for 38, sorry, in 27 overs. Eight for 38 in 27 overs. The fifth worst collapse from eight wickets to the end of the innings in English cricket's history. Not since 1948 had anything been so dreadful. That was eight for 35 against the Australians at the Oval. Eight for 38, boys. Well, it, to be fair, it had a bit of a 90s feel to it, didn't it? Where... <laughs> Two spinners on. <laughs> Al Malal coming in at number 11. I remember these days. We had a long tail 
uh, there where it went bang, 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 bang. But yeah, it was slightly embarrassing. And I think, listen, I think if Joe Root comes on um, and, and did an interview tonight, he'd say it was, listen, people didn't have a plan for some reason. Um, I don't know what the thinking was going into the game. We seem to see a lot of dismissals actually uh, fall to non-spinning left armers. Well, I'm not saying they don't spin the ball, but the reason the wickets have fell today is for the straight honour. How many players in our side, in England's team, miss straight balls? And then we've just seen Virat Kohli, although he obviously nicked well, it, it onto the stumps. You, it was another straight ball. I, I can tell you from a batsman's point of view, what it tells you is that the idea of spinning India has gone into their head. I just think, personally, I think the pressure of, one, the crowd, two, the, the fielders round, and as soon as they've seen it started spinning, they're just automatically going, right, it's spin it, spin it, spin. The techniques have been come in question. Um, we've had seven dismissals out of ten that have been either LBW or bold. So that tells you, you know, everything you want. The ball's just gone straight well, on. the wrong line, yeah. And the, the, yes, the, you've got the wrong line, but then you've got pressure and the technique of, you know, the batsman's technique and not being able to handle the pressure. Their defence is not good enough. What's the first thing you're told as a batsman is to, in defence? And, you know, play for your off stump. Well, that there tells you that when they're playing for their off stump, their technique's not good enough. Hasn't been good enough. And that... that They've been the top and bottom of England today. You can sugarcoat and say, right, we played either the wrong team. We can sugarcoat and say we've got a long tail. But at the end of the day, our top order batsman didn't have the defensive technique to keep straight balls out from Axar Patel because he got the odd one to turn. And I feel that is the top and bottom of what, what's happened with England today. Oh, okay. That's, I, I think that's probably right. I, I don't think we'd argue with that. I tell you, I've got to, <laughs> just had a giggle to myself because... In our studio, we have these huge screens. So we've each got a booth, seven of us. We've got a perspex-covered booth, all sort of locked into it, which is very good. It was all, all very well organised. We've got these two huge, big, big, two big screens that we work off. And Zach Crawley is the one doing the World Feed interview now. And I always laugh at the fact that the one bloke who played well and got 50 is going to have to answer for the other 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're right. And, and let's just say, actually, on Zach Crawley, what a terrific innings that was. Against the Seamers. And, and I think it was, yeah, I think it was massive for him, actually, to start. We saw in Sri Lanka, he struggled, didn't he? He really struggled against the spinners starting off and they opened with a left-arm spinner. But he got his opportunity to open the batting against that pink ball. The seamers came in to play a bit more. And he got England off to a good start. He played some wonderful shots to time the ball terrifically. To start with off his legs and then started playing some lovely shots through the offside. But it's just a, when you look at that scorecard and, and, and you go through it, it's amazing really, isn't it? You see him at the top, 53, number one batsman. And then the rest of them, as you go down there, struggle to get to double figures. Only uh, Ben Folks really, and um, and Johnny, uh, sorry, not Johnny Bears, Joe Root getting to double figures. It was a disastrous scorecard. It was a sad scorecard. I, I said it in commentary. Look at it. It was a sad scorecard. You can actually blame Zach Crawley for it because he batted that well against the seamers. He blasted them out of the attack and got the spinners on early. They yeah. did the damage. Blame Zach. I tell you what, I'm just looking at the card. Let's just quickly run through it then. Crawley, 53. Then we go Sibley, no score. Bearstow, no score. That doesn't often happen. England, one of England's openers and number three getting naught, by the way. That's quite rare. Root, 17. Stokes, 6. Pope, 1. Folks, 12. Archer, 11. Leach, 3. Broad, 3. Anderson didn't get off the mark. 112 all out. Ouch. Winning the toss in India, batting first. Four Ouch. changes. Again, uh, more changes in the side. I said it could have... Four changes yeah, today. Yeah. And, and they are playing. 
arguably the best side in the world, right? I know New Zealand are number one in the rankings, whatever, and they're already in the World Test Championship final. But this team, India, especially on home soil, are a brilliant side, and we are making change after change after change. So it's not easy for England. It's not easy at all. But going into this game with Johnny Bairstow, who's been sat at home walking his dog for a couple of weeks and then gone back out there, a horrendous journey he had getting back out there. Then isolate fly he gets there, there yeah. Then isolate. Then he's come out and had a couple of nets in probably pictures that were overdone. And then suddenly he's out there in a test match with 55,000 people in there facing the best offspring in the world. And, and, expected and missing before. a straight one. Yeah, but there you <laughs> that's go. how hard the game is. I mean, that is how hard the game is. It's it is, but but you're saying it's not their fault, Darren. And you know, you can have sympathy with them, but they chose to do that. This is the choice of the selection panel. They they've gone to India with four test matches and thought, right, this is this is how we think we can beat India over four test matches. You know, you look at today and and again go back to and I keep harping on about the defense, the defensive, the the batsman, the technique. There's only three batsmen face more than thirty balls. Oh, out in India, three batsmen out of eleven have faced more than thirty balls. And when you're talking about how to build an innings and you know, protect your off stump and you know, really, really make the bowler come to you so you can then go and score. Well, for me, that's just that, that's a given. As a batsman, you have to, uh, have to have, uh, hang your head and, and, and yeah. shame a little bit no, when you cannot protect your off stump for that long length of time. That's a damning stat, actually. Well, it's about partnerships as well, Mark, because if you look at our last three innings now in India, I mean, we've struggled to put a partnership together. Um, we talk about when you're in... Uh, these conditions and you're playing against spin and you're getting pressure created. It's about batting time. It's about waiting, rotating the strike and building a partnership. You saw how easy it looked there at one point for Rohit Sharma and Virat Kohli. Because they started to put a partnership together, the runs started to come, didn't they? The bowler, the captain tried to make changes um, and bring different bowlers on. There were more loose deliveries and they started scoring at the best rate of the day in the last session under lights, which we all thought would be the most difficult time to bat, yet they scored more comfortable under lights. You're surprised the ball didn't swing under lights? Yeah, I was, I was really surprised, I, I, I must admit. I thought, especially when I saw the first 10, 15 minutes this morning and we saw a little bit of movement, a bit of two-pace, you know what I mean? A bit of movement, a bit of wobble. I thought, oh, he's definitely got to swing under lights. But if Jimmy Anderson isn't swinging it, no one is. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. 
The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. The marked difference between... Um, England before the dinner break and after the dinner break for six overs I think it was it swung round it really really swung um, Jimmy Anderson got it swinging nicely had his seam position for the away swinger absolutely beautiful to Rohit Sharma in Ishant and Bumrah early doors got it swinging in there was a period after where you were thinking well actually have the lights took full effect now has the dew met any have any effect is the temperature dropping so the ball's probably possibly not swinging as much so it'll be interesting to see if that is the the period in the game where it is is tough at what point when in, when India were fielding when India were bowling at, at England at what point at, at the end of the innings when the up ball was old how long is that period so there were six overs there for Anderson and Broad there was an old ball at the back end of England innings so in that period if there's an hour or an hour and a half where it is at its toughest. You know, that's when that's when it's probably, that's all it's going to do. Right. Thank you. Interesting. Uh, we'll come back to you, Harmi, in a moment because we've got Zach Crawley with us now. Zach, hi, it's Mark here. Hi, Mark. How are you? No, I'm great. I'm great. I'm much more interested in how you are, though. <laughs> I'm well. You know, it's a, it's a tough day for us. We're a little bit behind the game, but a good day tomorrow puts uh, a lot of things to right. Let's before we get into the wider picture. Let's just talk about your own batting. You've had a, a fair while not playing. When did you start hitting balls again? Uh, started hitting balls again at the start of the second test. Um, oh, good. Okay. Just a few under underarms and that. So I've had a bit of time to practice okay. uh, and get ready for this test. So the wrist is fine, and you obviously felt good today. The feet were moving, and you timed it well. Yeah, I felt in good touch today. Um, it was uh, you know it was a nice pitch to bat against the seamers early. Uh, and then obviously against the spin earlier, it didn't seem too bad. And then all of a sudden it changed uh, quite drastically and the odd ball was shooting and the odd ball was spinning. So it made it a lot more difficult. But uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was nice to get some runs. I was going to ask you about the pitch actually because it seems um, two-paced. Yeah, it's definitely two-paced. Um, for the seamers, uh, from back of the length, it's quite slow. Uh, and then for the spinners, especially Axel Patel, he's quite good at um, getting one to really skid on. Uh, and then one to turn. And um, obviously, we know Ashwin can do that on, on any pitch. But I think this pitch um, suited Axel Patel quite nicely and he bowled well, to be fair to him. How did it feel? This is, you know, this tour of the subcontinent, your first sort of experience of having the fielders around the bat and the kind of energy and noise and, and all the stories of the past of how difficult and and how mentally demanding that is. Would would you say that you, you quickly got that? Yeah, it's definitely a challenge to start with uh, early in your career. And, you know, it's um, something that I'm, I'm not used to, especially in Sri Lanka when I was facing the new ball. 
Uh, and obviously over here, I'm not used to the, the noise and, and things like that. But it's something that you get used to pretty quickly, I think. And I, I'm starting to get a bit more comfortable each knock. It's almost like I'm mm. starting my career all over again. You really love getting, <laughs> yeah. getting those similar, similar sort of feelings when, yeah. it's when I first started out. We're saying that it's a shame England haven't got uh, the second spinner, which would be Don Bess in this case, in in the side. I'm not asking you to comment on selection, but clearly now, mm. after one day, we're seeing that this is a pitch that's going to spin quite a lot. Yeah, I think it will spin. I mean, you know, if we'd have got a few more runs, um, it, it, things would look a bit different for from our bottom lineup, you know, and we, we'd have helped our bowlers out a bit more if we'd have got 250. And, you know, if they were 100 for free, and we had 250 on the board. We'd, we'd, you know, would be, would be well on top. But um, unfortunately, we didn't get the runs, and um, you know, put our bowlers under a bit of pressure today. And hopefully, they can get us out of it tomorrow. We've just been talking here in the studio about the fact that the, the, all the little things that sometimes go your way in a day's cricket, and arguably did perhaps at times in the first test, went against you today. All the tight decisions, all the questionable reviews, all that kind of thing. It was one of those infuriating days, and it tends to be the payment that you make for, for not batting quite so well. Would, is the dressing room frustrated um, or is that last-minute wicket uh, of Coley such a boost that you can put that behind you? Um, no, it's a massive boost, that last week at Coley. So, um, you know, we've definitely got some positives to go through tomorrow. There's definitely some frustrations there. Uh, like you say, the, all the 50-50s seem to, to go against us today. But like you say, that's the way it goes. They went, they went our way, maybe perhaps in the first game. They went away. They didn't went against us today. So, um, you know, like say, if, if we'd have got a few more runs, and you know, we probably wouldn't be as frustrated as we were with those dismissals. We'd probably just accept them. But you know, being behind the game, we need those things to go our way, and, and they didn't today. Darren, finally, Darren Goff's just been saying on, on air that this is still, you know, with a brilliant bowling performance tomorrow, this is still a changeable game. It is by no means only one-way traffic. Oh, massively. No, absolutely. If you see the way the pitchers behaving today, you know, if we get any sort of, um, you know, if we bowl them out tomorrow and then get any sort of leads, you know, we've got a, we've got a good chance, you know, we can, we can, but you know, it's one of those pitches, fourth innings, you know, you could bowl someone out really cheaply. So there's absolutely nowhere near over yet. We, it doesn't even need an extraordinary day. I think it's just a decent day tomorrow and keep ourselves in the game. And, you know, an extraordinary day would be nice though to, to get bowling mm. out for late 100, something like that. Get that rote Sharma out, mate. Listen, thank you for your time. Sorry, we've we've gone on a bit. I've taken advantage of knowing the family. Um, Zach, <laughs> Zach, thank you. Good to chat. And you. Cheers. Uh, he talks well. Um, Goffey? Yeah, he does talk well. Um, let's see, I've got a lot of time for Zach. Um, good golf partner and obviously a fantastic worker on his game. And um, he'd have been disappointed in Sri Lanka. Um, he talked about how difficult it was. He was learning all the time. Facing left arm spin when he first goes in. He might experience that going forward in the second innings. Uh, we might see the left arm spin opening uh, the batting. So he's going to have to go back to facing spin straight away. But today, facing the, the new ball, two seamers, he got off to an absolute flyer and he played some terrific shots and it was a well-deserved knock and he much needed knock actually from a young player when you're playing against a team uh, like India. But as I said, the rest of the lineup, um, 
just didn't perform today. They got out. He says it suited Axar Patel the pitch, um, but you've you've got to play it better. Whether it's down to techniques, as as Armie's talked about and you've talked about, or whether it's just the mentality that they, they thought they'd won the toss. They're going to go out there and get 280 to 300 today, and they're, they're going to win the game. It didn't work out that way. I actually think this Axar Patel is a seriously good bowler. Right? Me too. Yeah, and definitely. we know our Ashwin is a seriously good bowler. And I think that they exploited all of England's weaknesses today, absolutely on pur purpose. I, I think they knew what they were trying to do to each batsman, whether it was the use of the quicker, quicker ball, whether it was the, the carrims, the straight-oners, the overspinners, or whether that really hard spun... See, what you're saying there, though, Mark, you're saying exactly... It's the variation, both of them. Yeah. They are so good, both of them, they've got natural variation. Yeah. That's what yeah. they also talk about. The problem with Jack Leach, although I think he's bowled well this series, you know... You know what you're getting, you know what I mean? He puts it in, he's a left-arm spinner, isn't he? Just a left-arm orthodox spinner. Bowled very well today. Yeah, bowled beautifully he did, he today. Did. And, and he's bowled all right in the series. But he hasn't got that mystery of Axar Patel yeah, or point. the mystery of, of Ashwin. And, and you say, that's the difference. But the, the, and, but the things that you've described, this is test cricket. This is the, this is the ultimate of the game. You know, you're, playing, you're playing for your country. You know, this is what you you should expect. This is what you want to bring the best out of you. You know, there was a crowd there and everything that goes. Zach Crawley played well, but you're facing Ashwin. I thought Ashwin, he, he used the, the wicket, the round the wicket and over the wicket well for the, the right and left-hander to, to create the angle. But this is test match cricket. We're not, we're not playing second team club cricket. We're playing against the very best in their back garden. And we've got to learn quickly because if we don't get runs on the board, and we have in the past, look, England have, England have been bowled out for, for 100, in the last five or six away test matches, we've scored runs because we've won games. But this team, we come up short because we played against a very, very good side in our own back garden and we weren't good enough. You've got to find one of the great balls, Harmy. I mean, one of the staggering gambles one that pays off. One of the staggering off. ones, yes. <laughs> and, and a good point, actually, on, on the spinners today. They were very clever. You're right. They've worked England now. Is But both of them went over and round the wicket. And they kept changing. So they've obviously gone away and chatted a lot. Keep the players guessing yeah. how so. much he's spinning, creating different angles. And when Zach finally, and what Zach Crawley said there is, but we need an all right day. No, you need, you need an amazing day tomorrow. For, but they're not out of this, but they need an amazing day yes, tomorrow. But that's a they clever, need something special. It's a clever thing of him to say, to take expectation away, to take pressure off yourself. I, I kind of get why a player would say that. Yeah, but You're right about to. understanding the batsman, because the batsmen have decided to play with bat in front of pad. Take bat and pad out of it. Root plays tends to play alongside the ball more than the others. The others tend to get the, the rail going, the bat in front of the pad. And they've and so all the changes of angles means that you do miss the old straight straight ball. Um, anyway, um, fascinating conversation. Uh, thank you. Great to chat. Enjoyed it. Um, my concern is England's batting in the second innings. I think they will bowl India out tomorrow and, and for a very respectable score. Um, but I, I just worry about how they'll cope with the bat in the second innings. Anyway, that's a, a, so far ahead, it doesn't bear thinking about. So as we say, uh, good night to uh, all of you listening. We just wind the clock back and reflect on a day that, as I said at the start of the show, was full of incident. Here is Ishan Bowles. Back of the length, edge taken by Rohit Sharma at second slip. Ishan has the early breakthrough. England already one down. Dom Sibley back in the arch. Akshar Patel is into the attack. Left on around the wicket. First ball, Johnny Bairstow taking on the pad. Out LBW. In comes Ishan. Two slips in the gully waiting. It's the inducker. Clipped oh. into the leg side by Zach Crawley. And that's a beautiful oh. stroke. Wowee, we love it. 
Joe Root drives down the ground like the master he is. Akshar is in again, that is short. Punched off the back foot by Crawley, and that's another boundary, and Crawley has 50. His fourth test 50. Well, take a bow. Ashwin in, Root taking on the pad, that's very close to LVW. Given! England 74 for three, as Joe Root walks off LVW to Ashwin for 17, made from 37 balls. And he's beaten him. Yes, LVW, it sort of had to be. Crawley half forward, the ball runs in with the arm, and I think Ben Stokes is saying, yeah, it doesn't look good, Zach. Here is Ashwin round the wicket. Bowled oh. in, bowled in, he's hit the top of off stump. Holly Pope's been done by the straight honour, and they are 81 for five. Big appeal for leg before wicket, it might be a bit high, up goes the finger. Axar Patel's got Ben Stokes for the moment, I fancy. England's all-rounder may well review this. This is horrible for England. Horrible, horrible, it's a nightmare. Akshar Patel, in his stance, picks the bat up, bowling. Just late on it, that's all. Quicker, smarter, better. England are 93 for seven. Is uh, Ashwin again, and that carries, does it? It does, it carries to Gully. What a lovely, simple bit of cricket. Axel Patel in, plays the sweep, does Stuart Broad, gets the top edge, into the deep court. Axel Patel has five, and England on the verge being dismissed are 105 for nine. Hooksweeks taps the ground, goes back to cut, he's bowled in. And India have got a strong position in the game because they bowled England out for next to nothing here. And then watching Stuart Broad going in, bit of a grunt, takes the edge and it's taken by Stokes, low down to his right. And Stokes is not dropping that, no chance. Oh, maybe he has. Ben Stokes is actually full on laughing and shaking his head, he can't believe that. On DAB Plus, online, on your smart speaker, and via the TalkSport app. That's what the crowd wants to see. Exclusive ball-by-ball -ball commentary of the third test match, live from Ahmedabad. Only on TalkSport 2. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 